0: Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports is where you go to get in on all the action. Your NFL wagers, your NBA bets, NHL, everything in between, all can be found at Superbook Sports. TrueMath Fitness, get your New Year's resolutions underway. Get in the gym. Get in TrueMath Fitness, and they will help you achieve, actually, your goals. They'll give you the tools you need to succeed in your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident at TrueMavFitness.com. Two Rivers Ford, where you go for 2023 model year. Ford's the best in the business in Middle Tennessee is Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com and the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. The Intel Edge You Need to Succeed, You Need to Thrive can be found with the official real estate agent of the Nashville Predators, GaryAshton.com. So we now have a situation where there's a lot of these players who we've talked about all week long who are not going to play. I have the full list for you. Um, of players who are, have designations, injury designations by their names. And obviously there are some consequential names among this list of players for the Titans. Uh, Dylan Cole, Zach Cunningham, Bud Dupree, Amani Hooker, NPF, Ryan Tannehill, Josh Thompson, and Jeffrey Simmons are all officially ruled out again. Jeff Simmons, Josh Thompson, Ryan Tannehill, NPF, Amani Hooker, Bud Dupree, Zach Cunningham, Dylan Cole. So right there, we have eight players who are officially ruled out. Doubtful, which means super unlikely to play, are Danico Autry, Christian Fulton, and Derrick Henry. So uh, 11 starters are in, in uh, eight for sure, but 11 total are likely to miss this game, which means the offensive line for this situation for Malik Willis in his fourth NFL start will be LaRaven Clark, uh Jordan Ruse, Corey Levin, Aaron Brewer, and Dennis Staley. Not exactly what you're looking uh looking for to be able to succeed. Now, uh Hillbilly Ben says, looking forward to seeing this game now. I really think we will shock Dallas. Well, If you do shock Dallas, it will be even more shocking because you will do it with no players whatsoever. You will do it with a bunch of dudes. That You'll do it with Hillbilly Ben and Corey D. Jackson starting at tackle, Devin Santiago starting uh, at uh, at outside linebacker at this point, and Mr. Jones on YouTube will have to play inside linebacker. There's a bunch of players who uh, are going to – who are, you know, this is this is the right move, ultimately, because there is zero playoff implications, win or lose. And ultimately, their goal is to try and make the postseason. But it's obviously a big deal. So the question that I'll ask you is this. On Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, it's your Two Rivers Ford take. Do you agree or disagree with Mike Vrabel resting this many guys against the Cowboys tomorrow night? We'll talk about it together. In the comment section is how you can respond while you do so, uh, I will tell you that your Two Rivers Ford take is, as always, made possible by Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford, where you go for 2023 Ford vehicles, fresh off the lot, ready to rock, ready for you to test drive. They're in stock inventory. They always will get you a great rate. In fact, they start at 2.9% right now when you finance through Two Rivers Ford. You can get a great rate, a great vehicle, an award-winning customer service when you go visit them in Mount Juliet. If you don't want to go out to the dealership, you can build your next Ford online. They're built for you program. That's what I did. They'll build the car that you want, literally exactly design, and they'll drop it off at your front door like you ordered an Amazon package. And if you just want to get on the phone and talk to one of their non-commissioned salespeople, 1-800-900-1000 is the number. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at Um. So agree or disagree? with uh, the Titans sitting this many players. Again, eight officially out, 11 likely to sit. Anthony Hill says, agreed, why risk? Juice Maine says he agrees on YouTube. Alejandro says, agree 100%. You will remember this next week versus the Jags. Sam the Man says, Jacksonville is a loss anyway. So disagree in sitting all of these players for the Titans' final home game of the season. Now that's also a big part of this because that's why Ryan Fields is saying he he disagrees. Fans deserve better. Uh, unless I assume unless is supposed to be than this. Fans deserve better than this would make more sense than fans deserve better unless unless there's another comment that I haven't seen here. But still, uh, they uh, they at this point um, will have to go and uh, will have to go and win at Jacksonville. Dallas has playoff implications on the line. They're playing a win. Um, the The Titans, they don't. it doesn't matter for them whatsoever. So sitting these players is ultimately, ultimately the right thing to do. They've just sent us the final injury report, Greg, um, and it was always a question as to who they would rule out. But Jeff Simmons, uh, Amani Hooker, Bud Dupree, Zach Cunningham, Christian Fulton, And Derrick Henry are doubtful. The rest of them are out. NPF is also out. So this is an entirely
1: backup offensive line that they're about to toss up. Right, Right. against a really, really good defensive front, by the way, that can really get after the quarterback. So you're going to see LaRaven Clark, and you're still going to see Dennis Daly. And um, uh, Nate Davis, Is is he on IR? IR, both him and Ben Jones. Okay, so therefore, you're still going to see Ruse, who had some real struggles with Malik Collins at times, particularly as the game progressed. Um, So you're going to see this offensive line. And look. This is a game where you, you try to do your best to at least get Malik Willis some confidence, help him help him just get completions. That's all you're trying to do, you know you understand that if you get into long yardage, you're probably not going to ask him to do more than he and the O-line are capable of at this point. So, you know, you recognize that going in and fans should understand that if it's third and 10, he's probably not going to stick a 22 yard dig route to Traylon Burke. That's probably not going to happen, you know? So you hope maybe that he throws a screen to, um, the Haskins and you know maybe you can get 12 yards in a first down but I mean that's the kinds of plays you're going to see when you get into long yardage
0: I that's ironic so that's Greg from uh the, Greg Cosell obviously of NFL Films on the install talking about the uh the players that the Titans are resting now as far as this goes um we're going to get into more of your comments about agreeing or disagreeing and I'll Explain, uh, or uh, I'll be happy to uh, to get into some of these things with you right after I remind you that prime time is made possible by your friends and mine at Superbook Sports. Superbook is where you go to wager on all the NFL, NHL, NBA, college basketball, bowl games. You can go crazy, although we are over halfway through the bowl game season. College football playoff games coming up. You can get great odds boosts and promo bets at Superbook Sports. So download the app today. They'll match your first bet up to $1,000, win or lose, and have a great time with the best sports book out there. Visit superbook.com for terms and conditions, gambling problem called the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So the idea that they should play more of these players um, than they otherwise might, given the situation uh, given the situation for the Titans, I think that it's absolutely the right thing to do. It's a- I absolutely agree that they should not play hell. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put Traylon Burks out there. I wouldn't put Chig out there. And now they have to field a, uh, they have to field a team at some point, but it doesn't he, Al Michaels is going to be miserable watching a game with a bunch of players that he doesn't know. Right because they're all practice squad dudes that he's just going to be out there, miserable, him and Herb Street, sitting in the booth together, looking around like, what are we even doing here for this game? Long story short, the only reason that I would, you know, that I would understand is because, you know, many people paid a lot of money for these tickets. It's the final home game of the regular season. It may be, um, it may be, the last chance for everybody in attendance to see Derrick Henry in a Titans uniform at Nissan Stadium. I don't know what's going to happen this offseason. All I know is that everybody's futures, basically, but the guy's still on rookie deals. I think that everybody's future on this roster is in question. And I would say uh, to you about the state of this team is that while that emotional need and obviously financial investment that you made, if you paid to go to this game, um, those are the kind of things that I would totally understand fans being upset about. And also, it's not really their job to care about what fans are upset about. As far as the coaching staff is concerned, coaches could give a shit. Now the marketing people, the uh, fan experience people, it's their jobs to make sure that you guys are getting the things that you ask for, or having a pleasant experience, or all these different things. But um, you know, I do think that there's a real possibility. Like, if like it may be Ryan Ryan Tannehill's not dressing for this game, obviously, but who's to say whether Ryan Tannehill will ever put on a Titans uniform? And play for a play at Nissan Stadium again, right? I think that about Derek. I think that about. I mean, Bud Dupree is not, you know, quite the. He's not the caliber of those kind of guys. Uh, David Long, Nate Davis, all do, Ben Jones, who you're not going to see out there. Like all these dudes who are just not out there, and you don't know if they're going to be back. Like core pieces, Taylor Lewan, obviously, he's very far removed. Um, you know, Cunningham, uh, Cunningham at this point, all these different things. Uh, what would you do? Buck says Gary two times. Well, I, I would not play anybody. I'd find as many practice squad players as I could stash or afford. And I'd field an entirely new roster. Cause I don't want, I wouldn't want them playing anybody out there. Byard, Burks, Woods, any of them, um, get them all off the field because you desperately, if you are going to have any shot at this thing, and you still probably don't have a shot at this thing, but if you're going to give yourself the best shot, at this thing, you need as many healthy players as humanly possible. Um, So at this point, we will see what uh, what starts to manifest. Gary two times says, I mean, what would you do in the offseason? Well, I'm not going to do the offseason show yet because we're still in the season and I have to have shows in the offseason. So I'm not going to do it in week 17. But ask me again in a couple weeks uh, whenever their season does end. Let's talk about Malik, though, because Malik is the thing moving forward uh at this point that we are going to be evaluating all of us together as we talked about the team, the front office, the coaching staff, the fan base, media, all of us are going to be very rightfully so scrutinizing uh scrutinizing Malik Willis. So I think uh I think at this point you have to look at the uh you have to look at the situation and say all right, what can they do to help Malik Willis at this time because he's not He's not ready to start NFL games the way that he's being asked to do right now. So what can the coaching staff do? This is the question for you. Is there anything else the coaches can do to help Malik at this point? We know he's playing with a bad offensive line. We know he's playing with some of the worst wide receivers in football. We understand uh, what the situation is. Square up says you were bashing him on the show earlier low key. Well, no, um, bashing would indicate that there's something like personal about him. What I'm telling you is an evaluation of the player that I watch. And you're going to hear now my tone may be better than what you're going to hear from Greg Cosell, because I know, you know, there's only so many times I can say things to you with it, without it, just without you guys getting numb to it. So we'll bring in a smarter person than me to tell you basically the exact same thing and maybe a more diplomatic tone. In the meantime, what can they do? to uh, make life easier on Malik. We'll talk about it together right after I remind you that primetime is made possible by TrueMav Fitness, your New Year's resolution. It is easily accomplished. It is easily accomplished if you give yourself the right support system to do so. That's TrueMav Fitness. Their memberships are fantastic. They are affordable and they are flexible for you based on your budget or your schedule. True Math Fitness will get you your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. Just go to TrueMathFitness.com to sign up today. Challenging workouts that don't overexert you, don't make you feel uncomfortable with what you're being asked to do. It's for any level of fitness, whether you're a, uh, well, I'm less fat now, but whether you're a fat guy like me who's trying to get back into shape or you're somebody who is in decent shape but wants to improve, True Math Fitness is the place for you. Go to TrueMapFitness.com to sign up today. So, as you look at the Malik Willis situation, what can the coaching staff do to help him? So the reality of the situation is, because I forget who made the comment about me bashing. Okay, Square Up. Square Up says I was bashing him on the show earlier, and I assume he's talking about the radio show, because I did say, yeah, Malik Willis can't be the starting quarterback for this team. I don't need to see two more games to know that Malik Willis can't be the starting quarterback for this team right now. Um, That's not it's not an indictment of him. It's just the facts based on film and based on what he is able to do, or right now, more importantly, not able to do. So with Malik, unless you're going full on, you know, tank for whomever, uh, Greg Cosell is, uh, is going to explain to you the struggles that Malik's having. And at this point, um, Greg you know, is seeing a lot of the same issues that we're all seeing at this point. He's just gonna put a smarter lens on it. I think the question that most people want to know here is okay, can the coaching staff do more for him? And we're not in the business on this podcast of of second guessing coaching, but if is there anything given the circumstances, Greg, that you would like to see them do more of, understanding his limitations and their limitations as a
1: roster? I mean, all you can really I don't want to say all, and and I'm always a little leery of, of answering those kinds of questions you know sure. I, as you look you're at the games i'm watching on tv on red zone so you know obviously i have my my ipad open and i see people you know doing live tweeting you know i'm not talking about malik willis but just in general about the games and i just love when i see people say oh poor game plan play calls are bad and i think to myself these people have no idea what goes into putting together a game plan and trying to sequence plays based on the defense you're getting Uh, in that given situation, based on the players you have on offense, based on specific matchups that, that you may see as a problem. You know, there's so many things that go into that that you have to be there all week in the meetings to understand all the things that go into putting together a game plan and calling specific plays in a specific sequence. There's too many variables for me to make a truly intelligent comment about that. Now, having said that, are there basic route concepts? that you try to run. Yes. And they, and they do at times, you know, they, you try to keep it basic for any young quarterback, not just for Malik Willis. You know, you try to work the two man side to the boundary because it's two, it's a two man route. The coverage is, is less detailed and complex. You know, you try to, you try to throw screens, which they did, and they weren't successful because the defense actually did a good job. So yes, there are things you can do and you, the problem is when it's third and nine, those things don't really work. Then you actually have to play. And, you know, they're they're in a situation now where very often in long yardage, depending on the game situation. And there was one game situation late where I believe they were on their own 21-yard line. Um, and um, uh, I think it was it was third and 10 with six minutes remaining. And they had a one-point lead. And they were on their own, you know, 21-yard line and you knew the coaching staff did not want to call a pass play so they they didn't want him dropping back and and having to try to decipher things because on third and 10 you're not you know you're you're you could throw a screen theoretically but i mean he he's not ready for all that you know so you're trying to help him but there are certain situations where you can't help him you you've got to play well So
0: the answer is there's only so much they can do given the limitations. But um, at this point, Malik Willis is going to have the opportunity to get valuable reps, and that's all you can really ask for at this stage. So we'll see how things things progress, and we'll see what progress he can make. It's going to be tough for him, particularly tomorrow, given how many different starters he will be without and already how many starters he was working without prior to this. Um, let's do a weekend bounce back and wrap up the show here on a Wednesday night on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Please let me know who you think needs to bounce back most in sports this week. We will talk about it together right after I remind you that primetime is presented by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, GaryAshton.com, your dream address without the stress. That's what the Ashton team offers to you. The Intel Edge helps you sell your home without any showings or stagings, help you find your next home in this Nashville real estate market while you sell your current one, helps you win the buyer battle, and cash in on your home equity right this second. GaryAshton.com will get you the Intel Edge you need to succeed. That's why they're the official real estate agent of the Preds why they're my official real estate agent because i could not have been happier with the work that the ashton team did for me so to be like me or the preds or john robinson well john robinson's a bad example john robinson may be looking for a new home maybe he's going to sell his home for more the way that he bought his home through the ashton real estate group of remax advantage garyashton.com so uh looking at the bounce back situation um I think that a lot of people, you know, the Titans, (laughs) Titans are as good a nominee as anybody, uh, are really, really struggling. They are a uh, down-tremendous team at this point. They are losers of five in a row, and they are probably going to lose their sixth. They are likely to lose seven in a row, which would be an epic collapse, unlike anything that I can remember for a team that at one time had a four-game lead uh, in the division. But uh, this Titans team is awful. Um, they're out of players, their schematic situation defensively. I think they're really stout. In fact, I think that you'd be lucky to keep Shane Bowen. Um, he's probably got another year here before he start gets, before he starts getting real head coaching offers, uh, Downing. I don't know what Mike Vrabel is going to, uh, what Mike Vrabel is going to do at the end of the season. All I know is that he's going to wait until the end of the season and we're not quite there yet. So, with all that being said, yes, the Titans are a a worthy bounce-back candidate. But at this point, James Stewart says Shane has to go, too. What kind of nonsensical bullshit is that? Uh, Bowen has to go? Why? Because you're... (laughs) I think I just sent Reed into a coughing fit with how quickly I pivoted to nonsensical bullshit. James, what on earth are you watching that would indicate to you that the coordinator who has been as successful as anybody when his players are healthy and really when, and when everybody, but Danico Autry is healthy. What on earth? I mean, that's fine. He's he, maybe he has to go, but that's only because he will have to go at some point when somebody offers a, him a head coaching job. Boy, it's just, that is, that is the single dumbest comment that I have seen this evening. Um, But it's early yet, I suppose. Who needs to bounce back in sports this week, Let me know in the comments section. We'll talk about it together. My bounce back candidate, man, it's got to be Derek Carr.
2: Well, I would expect there to be a significant interest in Derek Carr. One thing we've learned over the past couple of years, basically every quarterback available could be traded, right? I mean, Jared Goff was traded from the Los Angeles Rams and it looked like he would have no market. Carson Wentz was also traded. Matt Ryan was also traded, not for huge draft picks, but for real draft picks, mid-rounders, in some cases, obviously the gop trade a little more complicated. So I would expect the Raiders to at least have the option of trading Derek Carr. And obviously, if this happened, it would happen very, very early in the off-season. You guys are right about the numbers. More than 40 million dollars becomes fully guaranteed just a couple days after the Super Bowl. So that big fat new contract, which got Carr just a five million dollar raise uh, this past year, does force them into a quick decision. Should also mention, by the way, that my understanding is Derek Carr is not going to be with the team for the next two weeks to avoid distraction. So on the injury report, he was listed as not injury-related for personal reasons, was not practiced.
0: So that is the situation. The Vegas Raiders have benched Derek Carr, and now he's just going to leave the team. It's pretty crazy. Um... And let me say this, I tweeted it out. Maybe all of you aren't on Twitter, so that's okay. But let me go through the list. Derek Carr is not better than Ryan Tannehill. Derek Carr is not a reasonable solution to your quarterback situation moving forward. Uh, Also, um, those of you who tweeted me, uh, I don't know that it was anybody in here. I don't think I would have seen it, or I don't think I saw it if it was a live comment. But I did get tweets about Nathaniel Hackett for OC, uh, the head coach who is now one of five to get fired in his first NFL season as a head coach. Um, and not because of anything problematic, just because he is so awful at what it is that he was hired to do, can't control his team, and also his offense couldn't get a $250 million quarterback fired up and scored the lowest points, the fewest points in the league this year, 15.2 to be exact. You cannot also uh, fire Todd Downing at this point, Mike Rabel's not going to do it, and hire Frank Reich the way that I saw some of you suggest earlier. So let's just check those the three things off right now and be done with it at this point. Uh, yes, but Derek Carr needs to bounce back. Um, you know, the Colts are going to be looking for a quarterback. Uh, God knows where that's gonna end up. Um, there's going to be a lot of teams that are looking for placeholder quarterbacks, and Derek Carr is uh, Derek Carr is a pretty significant, um, a, a, an accomplished player who's definitely you know, he's entering the Andy Dalton phase of his career where Dalton's going to start. Probably, uh, well, he did start this year, obviously, but Dalton has started in a few other places out of necessity and, and kind of, you know, put things together. The saints are kind of, you know, they're still teetering around the postseason picture, which is crazy to me, but, um, you know, Derek Carr is now entering that phase of his career in all likelihood. And, uh, at this point, I think that, uh, I think that that is. That is going to be an interesting thing to see. Uh, I'm not going to entertain any comments about Derek Carr over Ryan Tannehill. I will hear none of it, and I will engage none of you in that conversation because it's a ludicrous conversation, one that will not be happening because of um, a variety of reasons that I don't want to argue about because I'm tired. <laughs> the I <laughs> appreciate you guys, as always, for spending time with us. Reminder, no primetime tomorrow, but you will obviously have A to Z Sports pre-game, halftime, and post-game coverage. I'll be doing Titans radio. I'll be at the stadium. would be lovely to see you guys, those of you who are going to show up. Um, I'd be curious to see what the attendance looks like, given that we know how many players are not playing in this game. But we will be interesting to see. And if nothing else, we'll see what we can learn about Malik Willis. Have a great rest of your evening, and we won't talk to you Sunday because we're off Sunday, obviously, for New Year's. We will talk to you Monday night on A to Z Sports Primetime. Ain't no sunshine when
2: she's gone, it ain't
1: warm when she goes away, ain't no sunshine when she's gone,
2: and she's always gone too long, anytime she goes away.